six o'clock. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy streaming live all over the world at mutinyradio.fm.sf. It's an exciting Friday because we have a special guest host for you today. Clap your hands together in a wild slappy-like motion for your special guest host, Dominic Degadillo. Hello, everyone. I don't need to grab this. I realize I'm fine. Welcome. Uh, normally, I should say funny things, right? But the only funny things I can talk about right now are work. And I feel bad because the people at work are actually really kind, polite people, but they're still fucking people. And people tend to judge. People tend to second guess. And I hate being micromanaged. Thankfully, my job is just printing stuff. They literally send me a thing and say, print this many of this thing. And it's great. The only problem is that means I'm up and about all day. And sometimes they're like, can you do us a favor and sit down from running around all day for two hours and listen to muted voices come out of a speaker? It's literally like the peanuts. Like I sit down and just wah, wah, wah. And then they're like, Dominic, were you nodding off during that meeting? Or, yeah, yes, I was the entire time. I don't, I don't want to lie to my employer. I mean, I do, but I won't, because why bother? That's just too much to remember. The last job I had, I worked at a hardware store, and my boss was one of those people you're like, you've never been slapped in the face before. It hasn't happened once. No one's ever made you question any of your decisions. Thankfully, I don't have that kind of boss anymore. My boss is, like I said, sweet. Sweet people. Like, genuinely good. Although I think one lady has definitely, like, like open fist punch someone. She has that look on her. People like, she's so sassy. I'm like, I think she's killed someone. I think there's a body somewhere in Nebraska. Yeah, that's all my funny stuff. So let's go ahead and get the real professionals up here. So going first, the reason that we're all here, the reason anyone's allowed to be here, she's going to go first because she's going to be fancy at some fancy place where people are going to like clap and laugh. But you get to see her first. So please put your hands together for Pam Benjamin. Keep your hands clapping for Dominic. Yeah, there you go. Cool. I'm dressed like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck. Miss Medecki, you liked her? Pretty hot. Not a lot of love in this room. You look like you have a person. You have a person. Anybody have any? People, you have love in your life. Feels good. Love that for you. I'm so lonely I masturbate to podcasts. That's what's happening now. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Just words, guys. Just words. But I understand words are political. Words are important. I'm going to go as far to say words are witchcraft. That's why we call it spelling. Ooh, magic. I can read. I'm a witch. Hey, you've got love in your life, I can tell. Good for you. I've been triggered lately by the cops. You guys triggered by the cops? San Francisco PD. 
you aware of their new hiring practices? They are only hiring cute cops. A little short, but cute in the face. So I walked up to a gaggle of these little guys in Civic Center. I said, I hope the SFPD makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. And the cops smiled. How many lives did I save? Happy cops, don't shoot people. Using my white lady privilege for good. You know who's always incredibly good looking? EMTs, fire people, every time. And I think I know why. Because when you're dying and you look up, you want to have a reason to live. I want to make out with this hot 26-year-old fire person. I did not fake my death to make, I think they call it mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. I like EMTs, I'm very lonely. I have never internet dated. That might be one of the reasons why I am so lonely. Never, not a bumble, not a coffee meets bagel, not even a Craigslist misconnection, nothing. So I asked my girlfriend if I do the internet dates, what do I do? And she said, Ooh, you need to raise that bar really high. And I asked one of my guy friends, what do I do? And he said, lower that bar right down. But I'm a Gen Xer. Can't we just meet at the bar? Y'all kids need like an app to get laid. <laughs> you need to fill out a survey? Is that what you need? It's called talking to each other. I know, I can talk, I'm a witch. Ah, shut that bitch up, someone stick a dick in her mouth. I am lonely. I was looking for hot guys outside of a bar smoking and a fire truck rolled up. Ooh. And out of it spilled 10 gorgeous men in costume. One of them had an ax. And they ran up into a building to save someone from an opiate overdose. And they came right back down because that person was clearly dead. It was 6th Street. And one of the cops waved at me. Oh my God. Fire people wave, little wiggles. So I, I wiggled back, gave him a little finger and a little shoulder. And he rang the bell. Ring-a-ding. We were vibing. But I'm so stupid, I didn't take down the number of the truck. How am I ever gonna find this gorgeous fireman again? My plan is to go back to the same bar on the same day at the same time. I'm going to pay a questionably housed man 20 bucks, start a garbage can fire, and then woo, 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 woo. My personal version of Tinder she, she has words, she's a witch. Uh, life's going pretty well for me, not right now, not this set, but life in general is pretty good. Um, I talked to my mom, I saw her for the first time in 12 years. She walked through that door and the first thing she said to me was, oh my God, you're so skinny. 
and all of my past trauma just poof. I could die. I'm gonna die now. Was I'm gonna get hit by lightning? This is it. This is the end. So I've been taking some safety precautions and looking both ways before I cross the street. I've eliminated choking hazards from my house. No more stone fruits. No more peaches or plums. No more tiny pretzels. No more 26-year-old men. Can you imagine I die suffocating on jizz? <laughs> Jesus, learn to swallow, Benjamin. And at my funeral, Dominic's there, and he says, oh, at least Pam died doing what she loved. As an addendum to that joke, of course I swallow. But I always leave a little bit just for witchcraft. All right, have fun tonight, everybody. Thanks for being here. Yay, Dominic. In case I didn't say before, can you hear this noise? means you have one minute left. I just like that noise. That was fun. Thank you, Pam. Absolutely. <laughs> go, go, go make people laugh elsewhere, too. So, your next comic, in case you're wondering, is so funny that they pluralize his last name. So please, make it loud for Mr. Ian Langland. That was good. That was, uh, keep it go for Dominic, everybody. Clever introduction. Didn't know it was me until I was like, I am pluralized. That's me. How could I forget? I am. Um, I recently found out that my great aunt she just got scammed. Really sad, actually. She just she fell for one of those Nigerian prince emails. You guys know about those? I didn't know they were still doing them, but. My great aunt did, and she uh, she fell for it, and they took five thousand dollars away from her, which was like it was it was very the whole family was distraught. It was very upsetting for me because she only ever sent me ten dollars for my birthday every year. I didn't realize I could have been asking for a little more. She had five thousand dollars to shell out. That's crazy. So I've decided to make a career pivot. I've made my mind up. I'm going to start scamming my great aunt. Okay. If she's going to fall for it anyway, it might as well be blood. That's the way that I look at it, okay? So if anyone asks you who you saw perform here today, it was Prince Mokolo Mobembe from Nigeria. <laughs> I don't think, I, I need to bring attention to a problem that, we, that, that I face every single day that I don't think we talk about enough. We don't talk enough about how white people have to code switch. White people have to code switch all the time. I know, you're curious. It's true, and it's it's tough for me. I, every day I go through a battle of not saying skedaddle, and it's really hard. <laughs> you know how hard it is not saying that word? It's a good word. It gets to the point, skedaddle. One time I was at a job interview. I was at a job interview, and, and I said kerfuffle, and it was so white that the guy interviewing me, he ended up giving me a management position, so... It was incredible. Use it to my benefit. Uh, one of the most interesting jobs to have for me is like the, the people that, so like, you know what, like a Guinness World Record? Every time there's a Guinness World Record, there needs to be like a person on site from Guinness that like makes sure that it's a real record. But it's so funny because there's such a wide range of world records. I like to think there's a dude that's like, I've been in this fucking company for seven years. 
they've been sending me in the goddamn jungles measuring snakes and crocodiles. Meanwhile, Tim has only been here for two years and he gets all the breast records and I don't think that's fair. At least give me a labia or something, I'm dying. I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> um, I was recently watching a, uh, that Beatles documentary that came out a couple years ago. It was very fascinating. I like the Beatles, so I, I was learning a lot. It was cool to see like John, Paul, and George crafting these songs together, but every scene it was just Ringo in the background not participating at all. <laughs> I was wondering why. I'm like, why doesn't Ringo have more of a say in the music making process? And I think I know why. I think it's because when the Beatles took time off and they dropped a bunch of acid, I think three of them came out of that musical geniuses, and I think one of them became autistic. Now, hold on. I know what you're thinking. Which one is it, Ian? It's Ringo, It's it, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the truth. You know, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't say stuff like that, Ian. You got to watch what you're saying, but it's okay. I could say stuff like that because you can't tell by looking at me, but I am also a drummer, so I could say whatever I want, <laughs> I think. But it's like subtle things that makes me think he's autistic, you know? It's like subtle stuff. Like his two biggest songs are Octopus's Garden and uh, Yellow Submarine. I feel like he was just an autistic kid going through a little aquatic phase, in my opinion, you know? I can tell which lyrics are his, too. You got to be very keen. You got to have a good eye. There's a lyric that goes, I am the walrus cuckoo cachoo. We know who it is. <laughs> like if, let's break it down. The first half, we got, we got the aquatic element, and then the rest is just nonsense. That's Ringo all day. That name of the documentary is actually called uh, Get Back. That is the name of the documentary. And I think they called it that because that's what they would say to Ringo every time he suggested a new song. He would come in and he'd be like, hey, fellas, I've got this new song about kelp. And they're like, get back, Ringo. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you, Dominic. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Ian. Uh, get back is also what my dad used to say when I go for a hug, so. I'm trying so hard not to talk about dark stuff from my past, and I'm failing horribly. So your next, your next lady is going to come up here. Very funny, very sweet, very kind, and also, from what I understand, um, just wonderful. So anyhow, please put your hands together and slap emotions for Rachel Pinson. All right, keep it going for Dominic. All right, now keep it going if you've ever used a toilet seat cover as emergency toilet paper. Okay, yeah, now keep it going if you ever cough so much you shit yourself in a room full of people last Tuesday. <laughs> All right, now keep it going if you ever forgot that your Bluetooth was on in the living room and you were watching porn in your bedroom and all your roommates heard it. All right, now keep it going if you were ever f high on whippets fucking yourself in your bedroom but you forgot your back door was open so your neighbor's dog walks in and so is their neighbor looking for the dog. Cool, yeah. All right. I like you should talk about your darkest things. That's what that's what we're here to do. I like that uh, he introed me as being kind. I'm like, yeah, that's what you want to hear as a comedian. Guys, listen. Normally, I have a really strong will, and I'm good at saying no to drugs. Normally, but I was at this bar, and the owner of the bar was so convincing. She said, um, would you like to eat these mushroom chocolates with me? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. 
Like, you're trying to run this bar. I don't want you to trip by yourself. You know, so she shares these mushroom chocolates. We eat them. We're having a great night. We're, like, laughing at each other. Like, we're some part of inside joke that only we get, you know. We're like, ha, nobody knows we're high. And the other bartender's like, yeah, we do. We can tell, you know. <laughs> we're just, like, having a good time. Everything was going great. Everything was going great until bar close time. So the bar closes, and we go outside, and then the drunken testosterone is in the air, and I see these two guys outside of her bar, and one of them is like, and the other guy is like, and the other guy is like, and the other guy is like, and they get closer and closer, and they're about to fight. I look at her. She doesn't know what to do, and I'm like, I think I know what to do. So I jump in between them, and I said, hey, you can't do this here. I'm on mushrooms. And it worked. <laughs> it, w- <laughs> it worked. I was a hero that night. They walked in separate directions. And then I was thinking, like, maybe that's the secret. Like, maybe that's the key to peace. All you have to do is give me mushrooms, <laughs> you know? And everything will be fine. Yeah, oh, drugs. I like drugs. Um, I think I need to stop smoking weed, though. Boo, I know, it sucks. But I, it's giving me what I think is a stoner-induced OCD. Have you experienced this phenomenon? Like, I get really high, and I go to leave my house, and I'm like, do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet on my phone? i got to lock the door. Do I lock the door? I have to make sure I have my keys before I lock the door. Do I lock the door to leave the stove on? Does my mom really love me? Do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet on my phone? Like, oh, maybe I should look, and is there any message? I'm like, oh, keys, my wallet, my phone. And I'm like, okay, okay. I, I got everything. I got everything. And I get in the car, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot something. I forgot the baby. <laughs> I forgot the baby. <laughs> don't worry. It wasn't my baby. Um, I don't have any babies. I'm, I'm really proud. I'm 31. I've never had any kids, and I feel really proud about that. I'm like, yes, look at what I didn't accomplish. <laughs> it was really hard. Because I'm from Ohio, and uh, it's really hard to get abortions and birth control over there. A lot of my friends have, like, two or three kids by now, and one of them is like, oh, man, you just don't understand. When I had a kid, that was the highest high I've ever felt. Like, oh, it feels so good. Oh, it smells so good. I just love it. I love it so much. Like, you'll never know. And I'm like, yeah, I won't. And I'm like, you know what? In all my days of parting, there are some highs I don't need to try, you know? Like, I passed a tweaker singing the Brady Bunch theme song into an ATM yesterday, and I'm like, that high is not going to last 18 years. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's my time. Thanks, everyone. Can you imagine a high that lasted 18 years? I feel like there are people who grew up with picket fences who kind of had a high for 18 years because their families can afford cocaine. You're your next comedian. Uh, one of the first people I met while doing comedy. Very funny. Got a lot of high energy, I assure you. So please, make it loud for Jared Seneff. Hey, how are we doing, guys? Good. Uh, my dad told me that I should get a job that I would enjoy doing. So I applied to be a sperm donor. Um, because if I'm going to have a 9 to 5, I want to do it jerking off. You know, um, I can imagine I, my wife getting mad at me because I'm always coming home late. She's like, you're always working overtime. And I'm just like, 
Lisa, I don't spend my blood, sweat, and cum just so I can come home for you to bitch at me. It works, dude. Thank you. He helped me with that joke. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I hate to be one of those, like, comics making fun of uh, white people. But they really are just a pathetic race of people. Like, if we're being real, they are. Oh, this is an all-white crowd. Okay. <laughs> um, like, I think white supremacy is funny because, like, because, like, white people are the only people that get sunburnt, you know? We're working on that. We're working on that. That's why we're here. I feel like I've been high for 18 years, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lifestyle, baby. All right. Um, all right, so I got this new joke, but it involves me telling people t uh, something that I've never admitted to anyone else. Is it okay if I be vulnerable with you guys? I recently just put my finger in my ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rachel. It's always the bisexuals that like that joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you can't call it a G-spot and not expect me to get curious, you know? I fig So I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it either. I figured out what it was. It's a nerve. It's similar to the nerve in your knee, but instead of reflexively making you kick your leg in the air, it reflexively makes you question everything about yourself. <laughs> How long has that been there? What does that make me now? Why aren't my fingers bigger? <laughs> uh, you know, um, honestly, like, from that experience, I feel like I'm much more of a manly man. That makes more sense. You know, I'm more honest with myself. My sex life has gotten better, and I'm buying more cucumbers when I go to grocery <laughs> shopping. <laughs> all right, working, nice. This is all new stuff, guys. This is my B material. Wait till you hear my A material jokes. This is nothing, I'm just giving you guys scraps. And I still got you in the palm of my hands. <laughs> all right, I'll end you guys with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is only a fraction of my power level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I started doing comedy because I was actually uh, really heartbroken. Uh, there was someone, I had an ex. Um, not yet, dude. <laughs> I had an ex um, that um, uh, I figured we'd end up getting back together, but he ended up uh, getting a new boyfriend. Found out the hard way. I was like, hey, I have two tickets to Disneyland. Um, you want to come? And she was like, I would love to go with my new boyfriend. Yeah. And that was really hard and confusing for me. Because if there's anything I know about my brother, it's that he hates theme parks. All right. Uh, this is me. Uh, I'm Jared Senna. Good night. <laughs> I'd imagine that you are Anthony. Do you have a last name, Anthony? Folks, I've never met this guy in my life except for just now, but please don't let that stop you from making it very loud and being happy to meet Mr. Anthony Lopez.
Hello. Hello. How is everyone? Good? Good? You got the motherfucking flask, dude. I want to sip of whatever you got. You got some chuckle juice in you, dude. Hell yeah. Um, you guys like food trucks? You like food truck? Food truck festivals, I realize, are kind of like the um, the elementary school science fair of, like, fat adults. Seems like where instead of, you know, like, growing plants and making baking soda and vinegar volcanoes, you um, use cuisines to make, like, Israeli-Palestinian bread bowls. And uh, see how much you can charge for a sushi rito before it becomes a hate crime. Uh, <laughs> I think there should be a green part of the sponge, but for toilet paper. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's like specifically <laughs> public restrooms where my ass turns into like a pan that someone fried an egg on with no butter. Um, I feel like shitting shitting in public is like an endurance sport. You know, shitting would be like the the marathon. Uh, pissing in public is like a hundred meter dash, and then. Uh, breastfeeding in public, that's that's mud wrestling. Um, <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, oh, fuck, dude. I almost became a cinema major. Basically a punchline. Fuck, dude. Uh, I t- <laughs> realized I didn't want to spend a college tuition watching fucking movies. Um, yeah, dude. I feel like anything is a better career path than that. Uh, you could... You'd be the guy who prints out Rick and Morty shirts of them smoking weed and sells at corner stores. It's a better career path. You could be, um, you mean auntie, you know, aunt. You know, a lot of options with that one. You can um, be a rich divorcee. You can uh, be a 43 year old with the braces or fucking drunk substitute. Uh, like all better than a film major. Um, what's up, dude? Come on in. All right, later. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck that, dude. I d- he probably did not expect to walk past the building and have someone yell at him. <laughs> uh, damn. So, oh, shit, dude. Uh, hysteria used to be like a diagnosable medical illness way back in the day. Pre-divorce, so you could you could send your wife to the psych ward pretty easy, I feel like. You know, because you lost the argument about who fed the livestock or some shit. I feel like um, Salem witch trials is kind of just like cancel culture for men, for sure. Um <laughs> Uh, I don't know who invented the word misogyny, but they need to change that shit because it sounds like a field of study. Um, you know, fucking call someone a misogynist. They're like, nah, dude, I never went to medical school. Actually, no, I got kicked out of med school because I was subjugating bitches. Nah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Hello, everyone. Yeah, are you are you having fun? I'm so glad. It's it's nice. Things things happen. Anywho, uh, that was fun. I'm so glad that everyone's enjoying themselves because I'm a little too high to concentrate on all these things properly <laughs> at the same time. That's all. Keeping time, making sure there's this list. Is anyone here named Harvey? I'm just not familiar with everyone, and I'm so sorry. Well, in that case, if you all would do me a favor. Once again, only better tonight. But, yes. Please, chuckle hard. Or, or gently, for Mr. Keenan Becker. Hello, peeps. First time, virgin. I mean, uh, comedy virgin. <laughs> Not the other one. I mean, I am an uh, anal virgin, though. Very interesting in trying that out. I feel like the same people that do anal are the same people that 
like knock on bathroom doors when somebody's like, occupied. Kind of knock once, you know, and they go like, they don't hear anything because they're like, okay, let's see. Trying. Knock again and like, hello, anybody in there? Can I come in? Three times. Hey, can I come in? By the time, time you're like, come on, what are you doing, man? Let them in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I asked my ex. Try, uh, try it. And you know, at first she was like, no, obviously. And then she's like, okay, but I first have to shave. I'm like, okay, understandable. Third, she was like, uh, no, actually, um, I have to get it waxed. Like, okay, sure, sounds better. You know, rather not for uh, Chewbacca's mouth. But <coughs> then after she's like, no, actually, um, you do have to pay for the waxing. Do that, you know. I feel like it's uh, worth it. Still. Then, uh, then she's like, actually, you have to get waxed too. I was like, all right, all right. I see, you know, equal terms. And then, uh, then I kind of stopped there because I feel it was gonna be as well pegging involved. So <laughs> I was just, uh, was hoping for not that. Ideally. <laughs> um, I feel like we're part of the, my generation is part of the porn generation. You know, we were very much. Not involved in porn, but do it. Like porn for us was like what cigarettes were for the kids in the '60s. You know, you could uh, smoke on a plane. Uh, you could uh, you could smoke in a restaurant. You could smoke in a bar, and uh, even in the, on the bus maybe. So that should happen, yeah. <laughs> right? I think so. I wasn't there, but yeah. also, you know, there was the consequences of smoking. Maybe. We found out later. Kind of knew. We knew, but we didn't know. Public. Somebody knew. <laughs> so maybe something similar to porn. I don't know. Punchline's working up there. Progress. What else? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting old. I know I'm not old compared to this crowd. Excuse me. <laughs> 27 is not old, but. Uh, not really my choice, is it, really, you know? My body gets to make that decision for me. And when, you know, when downward dogs becomes dangerous, I think that's when you're fucking old. <laughs> Shit. And also, um, I feel like uh, my creepiness is getting there, too, you know? Walking around kindergartens, you know, that creepiness is coming up. I feel it. Especially if I have a boner while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I feel like I have this theory that we're all half-time idiots. Some of them are, are full-time. And not like you're an idiot the whole 24-7 kind of deal. More like your actions will like lead. Like your idiot actions will kind of like take up half that time, half of your time. Will full, like full your time. As probably like this, you know? <laughs> 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 No, but like I, I never really learned my alphabet fully. Kind of stopped at G, then like I was like, and after that kind of gets iffy. I pick it back up at a, around M. Except you know if you get pulled over for DUI, well, not DUI yet, but they ask you for the alphabet. That's uh, is it time? Right, is it time? Okay, cool. Uh, thank you. First time. <laughs>
We're getting drunk tonight. One more time. First time coming up here? Come on, clap, clap again. This is, that's awesome. Astounding. Speaking of astounding, your next comedian is not only one of my favorite comics in San Francisco, but one of my favorite general people of all time. So please do me a favor and make it loud for one of my favorite funny folks is Lauren Kraut. Thank you, Dominic. Let's hear it for Dominic. This is not easy. All right, how come the weather app has a partly cloudy and a mostly cloudy symbol when they're both the same? They're both fucking cloudy, you can't see. I think that it's just the weatherman making work for himself. I think he's just trying to be looking busy so when Jesus comes, he's not in trouble. That's what I think. How come there's Thomas Wolfe and Michael J. Fox, but you never hear a word about Gordon Gorilla or Edith Tarantula? No? There's Dane Cook and Karen Carpenter and Robert Taylor and Bobby Baker, whoever that is, I don't know. But where is Peter Proctologist and Johnny Pimp? And why isn't Margaret Pole Dancer ever in the news? She's got to be doing something right. Pole Dancer was seen last leaving. No. Norman Vincent Peale said, whenever God wants to give us a gift, it wraps it up in a problem. The bigger the gift we have coming, the bigger the problem we will receive. This is me writing a letter to God. Thank you, God, for this wonderful gift of wisdom, so cleverly wrapped up, in breast cancer. If you don't mind, I'd like to exchange it. Did you keep the receipt? It is a little big on me. I kind of had it on my eye on a tennis elbow. That's more my size. Is that okay with you, God? Anyway, I kind of have one similar to this. Remember last year for my birthday, you gave me an insight encased in a fibroadenoma? Yeah, that was amazing. But you might want to rethink this cancer is a gift thing. I know some people get a lot out of it, but frankly, I'd prefer a watch or some new shoes. Well, thanks again, God. Love, Lauren, Kraut, San Francisco, California, USA, Earth. All right, that one didn't go over so well. Um, remember cassette tapes? These were skinny little brown tapes, shiny on one side, inside of a plastic thingy, right? You put it in a machine and it magically played music or someone singing or gave you advice, like don't get up at 4 a.m. to write after you've had Filton cheese and two Irish coffees for dinner because you could have <laughs> come up with some pretty strange shit. Like this joke, how do cassette tapes work? How does anything work? I don't know, I'm talking technology, people iPhones, computers, light bulbs, I don't know these things. I know how to make it funny. Ha ha ha, that's what I understand. But if it were not for these people whose brains function on a different level, and not necessarily a higher level, because a good dick joke doesn't write itself, you know. 
If it weren't for Edison's imagination, we'd be sitting in the dark right now. In the dark! If it weren't for Alexander Graham Bell, we would never have heard of Steve Jobs, and there'd be nothing for our thumbs to do and no way to tell anyone we're running late to Cousin Barry's bar mitzvah. No bus in sight. This isn't really a joke. I'm just saying, look at what we can do, Ma. Now someone please invent a device that alerts the bus driver so that we don't have to yell back door. Or something that turns racists into raisins. That's what this world needs. Thank you, Dominic. Uh, one short one. Um, because I have OCD, people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions. When you have obsessions, you worry a lot. You avoid unlucky things like raisins. With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. You touch and count whatever says, touch me, count me, one. Should you have both and you obsess all day about your compulsions, then you're fucked. Did I touch the kitchen table? When I lift the kitchen, did I touch the table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Fridays. Fighting crime. All right, I got to go. There's some people in the other room I need to count. Thank you. <laughs> I love you so much, with all of my heart. Uh, so, folks, your next comic uh, has performed all over the place. He hosts around. He was he's hosted the first one of the first ones I ever went to. So uh, I hope you all enjoy him as much as I enjoy him. So please, clap, clap, clap for Mr. Wally Hippolito. That was such a great intro, Dominic. Thank you. That was like very talk show host. I love that shit. That was really good. It was really good. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, I just came back from the Philippines. Yeah, it was really fun. I, uh, I think the general consensus there for me is I think I'm Mexican there as well. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was getting a haircut right. Um, talking to my barber, speaking perfect Tagalog. At the end of the at the end of the cut, he tells me, "Hey, bro, I'm really happy Mexicans are learning Tagalog, man. We gotta <laughs> stick together." I can't win, guys. No, I, I really do like the Philippines because it's just like America. It really is. They ha It has like a corrupt government. Everybody speaks English. Law and Order SVU is on 24-7. Like, it's a really good time, guys. I recommend moving there. Like, I, I this is the first time I agree with, like, the GOP, and I should go back to where I came from. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I went with my girlfriend, which was a fucking mistake. Like, women, like, I don't know, like, women do not know how to travel, guys. Like, guys, she packed up her entire wardrobe into three luggages. I survived off of, like, five pairs of underwears and swim shorts for an entire month. Like, guess who had to bring that shit, guess who had to carry that, all those luggages? Your boy, right? And it was terrible. So I did the smart thing, and I paid the airlines to lose two of the luggages. <laughs> much lighter trip, much lighter trip the rest of the time, much lighter. But one of the reasons I went was because um, I went to go meet my biological father's family for their first time, right, for the first time. And I was nervous because, um, you know, what if they were hot? You know what I mean? Like, guys, I've watched enough Game of Thrones in my life where incest is very much on the table, y'all. <laughs> like, they could be looking for a green card. I'm looking for a second wife. Like, we can make something happen here, y'all. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I've become a big mental health advocate. Are you guys into mental health? 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, it's kind of bullshit, honestly. I, I'm on. I'm in therapy, so I can deal with people in my life who won't go to therapy. Yeah, like a lot, like my, like my mom. You know, like my, my mom's this old school Filipino. Like the only emotions that my mom knows is fear, right? Fear, but not her own fear. She instills it in everybody else. Like I remember as a kid, she would be beating the shit out of my brother, right? You know, pa 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 pa. And in the middle of that, she'd have the wherewithal to look at me, look around and scout for me and say, Wally, do you want a piece of this? No, what the, like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you, lady? Like, you can't be hang, handing out BOGO beatdowns because it's convenient for you. You know, you got to let me fuck up first, lady. You got to let me fuck up. Uh, another person that won't do, do therapy is my bro older brother. He was going through a breakup, and I suggested to him, like, hey, you should probably do therapy. And he tells me, nah, you know, I'm going to go and do my own way. I got my own system. So he proceeded to make 20 of the shittiest trap beats I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was really bad, guys. It was fucking terrible. And, like, the worst part is he started, um, he started to, like, post subliminal shit on Instagram. Like, you know, if they want to walk away, let them. But it's like, bro, you're a 42-year-old man. You're not a 25-year-old bad bitch from Miami, bro. <laughs> Like, unless you're getting a BBL, you can't be doing that shit around. All right, cool. That was cool. Like, uh, what do I have here? Like, fuck, let me finish this out. Uh, I think anxiety is at an all-time high because for this generation because we voluntarily do stupid, sh knowingly do stupid shit and are okay with it. Yeah, I fucked that one up. But uh, I'm going to skip ahead. Like, like, mental health wasn't a big issue, wasn't talked about much 20 years ago because nobody, we didn't have to worry about going to the grocery and licking ice cream and putting it back into the freezer. You know, we had to deal with real shit in the world, like whether Katy Perry was making our daughters gay or not, or if that dress was blue or gold. All right, y'all, I'm Wally Hippolito, that's my time. Funny people, it's wonderful. Uh, that's why I'm not going to be doing comedy anymore, because I can't compete. Speaking of competition, I'm just kidding. No, this next guy is great. He's wonderful. He's always been very kind and charming to me, so hopefully he'll make you all laugh. So please, clap your hands together for Mr. Anurag Papalu. Thank you, thank you. Dominic's the first person to pronounce my name in weeks correctly. That's even my mom hasn't done it correctly in a while. I feel like, I feel like she woke up one day and she was like, did I just fall asleep on the keyboard or? Oh no, that's my son's contact name. Okay, no, <laughs> all right. I am um, working on some new stuff. Uh, quick tip: if anyone ever says they're working on new stuff, that means these jokes are probably gonna f fucking suck. But here we go. I um, I uh, I <laughs> I uh, I don't really fuck with uh, the Amish community. I think they should learn how to use technology. Uh, I recently played a prank on my Amish neighbor. I, uh, play, uh, I poured some extra sand into his hourglass, <laughs> and now he doesn't understand why he's always five minutes late to everything, so <laughs> got him. Fuck you, Ezekiel. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I, uh, I, my, I think my history teacher was lying to me because he said that the British uh, army went around invading countries and stealing all their spices, but I recently tried British food, and I don't know where that shit is. Uh, <laughs> I feel like 
maybe they're just you maybe they have it and they're just using it wrong maybe they're just sitting there in the rooms like god this indian cocaine fucking sucks Pay a shit ton for this i'm gonna be nowhere i was it orange i don't know i i uh, i used to shoplift as a kid but now i feel bad that i used to shoplift i used to like take milk cartons from the store and leave without paying for them if you didn't know what shoplifting was the dictionary definition. I uh, and now I feel bad, so I do a thing called reverse shoplifting, where I I pay for a milk carton and I leave that shit on the shelf. And I leave, and they're like, "Yeah, sir, you forgot your milk." I'm like, "No, I didn't, but you're welcome. I'm I'm trying to be a good person." I uh, they say the f- safest place to be after a crime is committed is the scene of the crime, uh, but I shouldn't have listened to their advice when I shoplifted that milk. I don't. They're like. Why the fuck is this kid hiding behind the cash register? <laughs> this was insanely easy crime to solve. I don't know. That one needs some work. I, I, um, I, I recently went to a bachelor party, and I was trying to be a good guest, so I, I hired a stripper to be at the bachelor party, and I got a little out of control. Like one of my friends was getting a lap dance, and I was like, "Woo!" And then the stripper was like, "Shh." I was like. You, you're a decent stripper, but you'd be a pretty good librarian. I don't know what, what. I I didn't say that. I don't, I wish I did. I didn't say that. I said something way dumber as a as a retort. I said uh. <laughs> I said, "Wow, you must be fun at parties," which. That's the worst thing to say to a stripper. That, <laughs> like, yeah, it's my this is my occupation. I am supposed to be fun at parties. Um, yeah. What else? I'll I'll um. Oh, no, yeah. I have a friend who has multiple personality disorder, and uh, he, he says it, it makes his relationships really hard. He, it says, he says it's very hard to date, um, and he asked me for advice recently uh, for dating, and I was like, man, just be yourself, and he was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like that. I'm going to end on this one. This is the dumbest one I have. I, uh, <laughs> I, when you're mad at the universe or you're mad at God or mad whatever, you're supposed to like shake your fist at the sky, and I don't like doing that because it kind of looks like you're giving a tall, invisible guy a bad hand job. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> Killed him. Why is it raining? Do you guys feel that? No, I'm kidding. Uh, a bad hand job is a lot like war because it hurts, and no one's happy at the end. Okay, that's been me. My name's Honorog. Thank you very much. Everything about rain the same way. So anywho, is everyone still having fun? Yeah? Anyone have any questions? No? Everyone gets what's going on here? Just people talking about the things that would normally be said in the therapist's office, but in front of everyone else? Cool. All right, so... Your next comic. I met him fairly recently, and he seems like a very kind person. So maybe he'll say some terrible things into a microphone. Who knows? So please, if you don't mind, make it loud for Mr. Dominus Sims. Hello, Mutiny. So I was here on uh, last Saturday when Lauren did her special. And it was a really nice special. It was really cool, and uh, the whole bill was really great. What was the host's name? Emma. Emma hosted. She was excellent. Uh, 
Pamela went up, did her thing, changed gears, killed it that night. And Lauren's over here. How many minutes did you do? 45 minutes, and it seemed seamless. I was high the next day. Like, I love this comedy shit because it gives me adrenaline. Like, you know, I don't, I don't like much in this world, and that shit gets me going. So I'm here to say, guys, like, you know, mutinies are a clubhouse here. And, uh, you know, we need support. Some people had things to do that night. Totally get that. My lights were shut off the other fucking day. So not everybody has cash. We're all kind of like, you know, a little bit. But we need support. We had a few people here, and we use this clubhouse all the time. Monday, Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. We have somewhere to go. Pam hooks it up, like, all the time, stressing, sweating. The lights don't just happen here. And, again, you know, like, we had places to go. We had things going on in our lives. We are short on cash. But if you're not terribly strapped – you just kind of have like something to do. You need a support. JFK asked, you know, he said, you know, not a, don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Like, it's hard to think about that. What the fuck does that mean? It means you have to have pride in your shit. It means the better you are, the stronger everything else is. Totally stronger. In Japan, they take total pride in their stuff. After they're done at a game or whatever, they clean up after themselves all the fucking time. Because you have pride in your shit. And we need pride in it. We are here all the time. And again, I'm not, I just, what I'm trying to stress is that we need more support. So, like, if you're just kind of like, eh, that night, you're tired, you know, this is, if, so everybody knows in San Francisco, oh, they're gentrifying, right? Oh, those gentrifiers. Guess what's next, y'all? Guess what's fucking next? Huh? Like, if we didn't have this place, where would we be? Where? question a real question like where would we be where would we be doing this what's going on you know like resource after resource after resource you know so i just want to emphasize to everybody that this is a special place and like i'm old enough to know that you lose shit sometimes you know and you didn't have to fucking lose something this is one of those incidences right here right now and we can't like be willy-nilly and super casual about it Again, we don't all have a ton of money. Again, we have other things to do. But if you can make time, you got to make the time. You got because like say something breaks, we have to pay for shit. It's not like, oh, here comes a corporation coming to save our day. No, here comes a corporation to take this fucking spot. You know? So no joke, that's all I wanted to say that we need to show more support if you can. Again, some people are fucking hurt with money, you know, a lot of us the time people have sick family members people had to go to the hospital you had to go somewhere so i'm not blaming anybody i'm not pointing the finger at anybody i'm not saying anything what i'm saying is that we need to not ask what mutiny can do for you ask what you can do for mutiny kind of stuff because it's real shit so it was a really good show too it was was it a good show dominic how good was it there it is yeah all right so no joke that's it No joke. That's it. No, really. But you're all here. Thank you for being here. And if anyone's listening on the radio, weird. And also, thank you as well. It's been great. I just realized that I only have this person's first name written down. Also, I think he stepped outside. 
So moving on, we're going to go ahead and, and invite up someone who uh, I can read his name. So please, if you don't mind, make noise for Harvey Walshaw Vaughn. How y'all doing? Our new faces here. Cool. So, my dad's black. Nice. <laughs> but you see, I'm not too happy about it. I'm not happy about it because everyone sees me as a white guy. And it's been a long day, y'all. Everyone sees me as a white guy. Oh, yeah, but I'd rather people see me as black. And that pisses me off because wanting to be black is the whitest shit about me. Like, when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, and they, like, think they're alone, this question always comes up, like, if you had to be another race, what race would you be? Always had to be, by the way. Never if you got to be another race or if you could be another race. Always, like, if you had to be. And every white guy says black every time. I do look really white, though. And I've been told that's a privilege. Privilege. But looking this white does make me feel like I'm not at all black. I'll never be the victim of a hate crime. Thank God. That's incredible. It's a miracle. I'm so lucky. But... I do think being involved in a hate crime might make me feel more included about being black. Like, here's how I feel. It's a little fucked up, but if you call me N-word, fuck you, but thanks for noticing. Does that make sense to everybody? I feel too included in the gay community. Someone who's approximately straight. I've been called... <laughs> You love that one, huh? You've been <laughs> I've been called a fag thousands of times. And I trade them all in for one. By the way, have you all noticed that all the most offensive words have two Gs, like smack dab right in the middle? Like the letter G twice in the middle of the most offensive words every time. Like you will get your ass beat if you call a black person the N-word, a gay person, a faggot or an autistic person, a muggle. Um, cool, that one was new. Um, I was talking to my roommate, and I was like, hey, I feel like that joke's a little offensive. And he said, you know, it's fine. You know, your dad is black. Uh, you talk about how you get called a fag a lot. And uh, you noticed, like, counted the letters in offensive words. That's, you know, autistic. Um, cool. That one didn't hit so hard. <laughs> um, oh, so, um, I'll say fag because I've been called a fag a lot, but I'm not touching the N-word, right? Um, and in my head that makes sense. But, like, technically speaking, I've got it backwards. Like, my family's black. We're from the South. I could say the N-word. And I shouldn't say fag. I only like dick on hot chicks, and that shit isn't even gay anymore. Um, another, oh, uh, where do I go from here? 
trans women are cool. <laughs> and uh, dating trans women is cool. Or dating trans women is cool because you feel like the first basketball team to let black people play. Like this is probably good for society, but really I'm just I'm just trying to score. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. I think the rest would take too long. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Everyone having fun still? I'm just making sure. This is what I'm here for. I'm here to make sure that you're enjoying yourselves. Good. All right. So your next comedian, I never met him till tonight. He introduced himself. Seems like a cool guy. So let's, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and make uh, clappy noises for Mr. Uh, Kenny Burrell. For real? What's that last nigga's name? Anybody catch it? Yeah, the nigga outside. What's his name? Harvey? Tell Harvey I called him a nigga. That's for him. <laughs> anyway, you all look good. Smell good. Hope everybody's good. My wife is on a diet. Well, I'm trying to change my lifestyle. Don't eat big goods. Um, I'm in the middle of taking out the tank. Wife wants me to unsnap her bra. No, I'm in the middle of doing it. Wants me to drop the trash, wash my hands, because you can't get trash juice on her bra, unsnap her bra, wash my hands again, and get bra juice on the trash that's cross-contaminated. And then take the tank. Like, no, have bigger fish. Secondly, you need to get some guys. Thirdly, I don't even like pies. 
Why are you out here trying new sweets during your fucking diet? You can save yourself a whole lot of trouble by just not having kids. So, your next comic, very funny, very interesting fella. So please, if you don't mind, make it loud for Mr. Gagan Singh Chada. You can call me GD for the love of God. <laughs> I know my name is confusing for you guys, all right. Everybody here, here. Hello, hi, here. Um, last weekend, hey, Johnny. Last weekend, I uh, met Adam. You guys know Adam? Adam and Eve? So I met Mr. Adam, and I told him that thanks a lot for meeting Eve and making babies to make babies, eventually to make me. I could not be here if it wasn't for you. And a time machine, of course, but. So Adam said, <laughs> he didn't know English, actually. So I used sign language to like, thank him, something like this I did. So he raped me. He just turned me, turned me back, uh, like, how do you call it? Turned me or bent me over and did me, because he only knew eating, sleeping, and fucking. He didn't know anything else. He didn't even need drugs to be a rapist. You know, so I came back. I recently met someone who made me uninstall every single dating app on my phone. I'm talking about my phone's storage capacity. God damn, there's so many dating apps. Did you know there are, like, there's a dating app where girls can, like, you can meet people who like to dress up as animals. There is a dating app where <laughs> girls can find guys who are, like, millionaires. I don't know why you need a dating app. You can, girls can just go to Pacific Heights, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> there's a dating app where girls can find guys who are in, the pr in prison behind the bars. The name of that app is called Women Behind Bars. Come on. I want to make a dating app that connects, that matches people who want to commit suicide and people who are murderers. It will be a killer app, I swear to God. <laughs> That's what I will name it. Killer! I wanna, I wanna die. I wanna kill someone. Perfect match. Meet me tomorrow morning. Don't tell anyone. And then he's caught. Then he's prison. And the woman finds some other girl dates him through women behind bars. That's how this joke is over. I am so single, I forgot how a vagina used to look like. Last weekend, I went to a speed dating event, and as I entered, it became a speed rejection event. And the organizer told me, hey, if you stay here any longer, it will become a speed suicidal event. Everybody will be using killer app. I thought if I have a good body, Girls will be attracted to me, so I went to the gym, locker room. Every guy was butt naked. Because apparently in America, the culture, like people change in front of everyone, they don't care. 
So when I complained to the gym manager, he asked me, nobody cares, man, do your thing, come on. This is America, culture. I said, if nobody cares, why did they all complain yesterday was I, when I was naked? I mean, I was jerking off, but still. What about the culture? I need a wife. I posted it on Facebook, I need a wife, and 266 people commented, you can take mine. Come tomorrow, pick her up. No money needed. My God, I need a wife, man. I'm on marriage apps now, and all the bios are made by the girl's fathers. That's how it happens in India. Thanks for visiting the profile of my daughter. We are looking for a well-settled and a caring boy. I said, that's definitely not what a daughter wants. Ask her. She's okay with kind of settled, sometimes caring, and good in bed. Boy. All right. That was my time. Thanks a lot. Happy weekend. Does anyone else need a wife? Bruce taking a poll at this point. No? Cool. You, do you yeah, it seems like a desire. Sorry to hear that. Okay. Well, I mean, a wife doesn't necessarily mean love. <laughs> it can. Uh, thank you for chatting, because what? Your next comic, I only just met him and just spoke to him for a sec, so... You can please get some chuckle time in for Mr. Justin Job. Hey there, how are you guys doing tonight? Properly lovely. Love it. <laughs> hey, so uh, I'm actually from Santa Cruz, so uh, yeah. I uh, was at a gaming developers conference all day today, so apologies if I sound a little autistic. Definitely never done this before, so it's gonna go great. I, I hope you guys are. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just try to like when I'm in San Francisco, I try to uh, you know do as the people do. I kind of want to be respectful and uh, you know kind of do my own thing. So I've been breaking into a lot of cars recently. Um, I appreciate you guys. You know, I liked. I used to like San Francisco more, um, but you know the the whole fecal thing that, that gets in fun but you know I like your guys' apps I really really like your guys' apps that makes me very happy <laughs> um, but yeah so I um, you guys know about chat GBT almost I won't go too into it but I, I, I just think it's funny that it's this unlimited software and you know meanwhile people Get me a picture of a raven on a beach smoking a joint. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, that's the use case, I guess, we're, we're getting into a little bit. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Personally, I like, I like getting pretty kinky with certain shit. And I, I, I try to always come up with, like, ideas for things. Um, and I feel like it would be a great idea if, you know, people who like to have sex in nature... Get get your lube and maybe you put a little SPF on there because you know nobody wants 
having sex, coming back, and then you have a red rocket, you know, from <laughs> from from, uh, from the sun. I guess that's it. Just stuff I think about, man. I don't know. I uh, I came back. Uh, I was just spent like three weeks in Colombia, so I'm uh, extremely aware of that that fact. Um, I uh, while I was down there, I I met this girl and. We kind of we fell in love a little bit, and uh, I don't know if she was a hooker. Um, I paid her money to have sex with me, so that might have been a little bit of it. But <laughs> I was uh, I was doing a thing. Do you guys know what two CB is? It is. I enjoy your participation. Participation. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, it's acid, cocaine, fentanyl, Molly. And Oxycontin. Um, so we did a, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we did a half gram together, and I made the mistake of asking her what, uh, what would make her happy in life. And <laughs> she, said, uh, she said to get her mother's chain out of the pawn shop. And I kept thinking, I was like, do you mean, are you talking about your vagina? And I think that was probably the acid a little bit, if I'm going to be completely honest. But... <laughs> No, I, I really liked her. Um, we're still talking right now. That's what's really fun. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I guess my time's up soon. But really, most of my pastimes are getting uh, getting possessed in my dreams at night. That's you guys, do you guys get sleep paralysis? Oh, my God, you should try it. It's, it's a good time. It's a really lovely time. <laughs> but yeah, that's my time, guys. Thank you. First time? First time. So have you ever had any other firsts that felt this gratifying? For the first time? Like, was it weird for the first time, or is it the first time you got a guy to... So you had a guy, like, just... Just turkey neck it. You know what? Good for you for trying new things. This too. That was great. That was fun. So he was talking about doing various drugs, and uh, I'm going to try mushrooms because I need to perk up a little bit. And who knows? Maybe next week you guys are going to see me. I'll be fucking skipping on rainbows. But... Until then, let's see if someone else can make you chuckle. So, if you wouldn't mind, please clap your hands together for Miss Kavita Singh. Hello. Hi. Um. What? Okay. Sorry. So sorry. Okay. Um. When I moved here, I didn't realize how, like, saturated San Francisco was with techies. Like, I once went on this date with this guy, uh, and he rejected me in a super corporate fashion. He was like, just wanted to touch base with you and let you know that I am not feeling it. Glad we could reset and realign expectations. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure how to respond, so I was like, to whom it may concern, the message received 
feel free to add me on LinkedIn. I people like, people here have like such ridiculously high standards. Like I was talking to some like women um, at my friend's barbecue, and they were like. Every guy I date has to give me a 60% rate of return over a two-year time period. And if he's, in, he's not VC-backed, he could go fuck himself. I'm like, as long as he doesn't cheat on me, I'm fine. Very low standards. Uh, my, um, I was in a, a, a little spat with a friend because uh, me and my, uh, me, I, I have a, a best friend and I love her so much. Um, and she called me and told me that she was going to break up with her boyfriend. She was like, we need to have the talk. I think it's over. And I was like, I'm so stoked. Like, where and when? Because I was so ready to break up with him with her. Like, we were in it together. And she was like, no, I think I just need to do this on my own. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, we just, we've been through everything. Like, I've basically dated him on her behalf. You know, like, I've, I've ghostwritten all of her text messages. I've, like, stayed up. I've made gluten-free pasta for the guy. He's, I, I know, like, I, I know his freaking allergies. I know his trauma. And, like, suddenly she wants, she's like, no, I work alone. You know, like, put me in. Put me in. I don't know. I just <laughs> Do you guys get it like when you when you're basically like dating your best friend's significant other and then it's like you've seen their butt crack and you've watched The Wolf of Wall Street like 5 times for them and you drink their like poisonous drinks and you're like, "Oh, it's fine. You waste hangovers on these people." And then suddenly like you don't get to you know, like it's like my friend just like ran the 100 meter sprint and like took the baton and just yeeted it. I was like, this was my opportunity. We were going to end things together. Um, okay, well, I feel like that's literally all I have. So thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. That was really fun. No, it's my own fault for being silly. I could have I could have wrapped it. I couldn't have talked into the wall. I chose not to. I'm so sorry. I'm 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 hoping that everyone is enjoying themselves because I'm enjoying myself and I always feel yeah. like Yeah, this is wonderful. I'm yes. Good. All right. Well then I hope that you enjoy your next comic and yourselves. So please clap your hands together for Teddy Alexander. Dominic. Everyone? I'm trying out some new stuff today, too. So thank you for being here. Um, I didn't want to talk about COVID tonight, but I uh, tested positive this morning, so it's just <laughs> on my mind. And um, it's so frustrating. I'm so ready to be done with this. It's like, ugh, well, thank you. I, I really had to, <coughs> I just had to get that off my chest. Um, but no, I do not have COVID. I, I did have COVID recently. I'm fully negative now. <laughs> Sorry for the, the traumatic start to that. Uh, I did have COVID recently, and I was cooped up. I spent a lot of time at home on the internet, uh, on YouTube. 
Um, have you guys heard of this organization called ISIS? Yeah, I was uh, doing a little surfing on the web. They're kind of weird. They're kind of they're kind of intense, <laughs> but uh, they did uh, offer me a free trip to Libya. So <laughs> <laughs> this stuff never happens for me. So I'm just feeling really excited. Um, you know, ISIS. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Just kind of a lucky, kind of a lucky thing. So got that going for me. Um, I am looking for a job right now. And uh, for me, that means that whenever I'm talking to my boyfriend, it just ends in a pep talk. It ends in him giving me a pep talk. And I don't know what I'm giving off, but that is happening every single time. It doesn't matter what's going on if we're in the kitchen getting coffee, if we run into each other in the hallway, if we're you know, staring into each other's eyes after sex. Uh, he just musters up these words of encouragement. He's like, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. And I know that, you know, but I am clearly giving off something else. And same thing with my sister. When she and I are done having sex, um, the exact <laughs> same thing, the exact same thing. She's like, you know what, you got this, Ted. <laughs> Everything is going to just work out. And I wasn't worried before, but now I am uh, because I'm concerned that I'm, I don't know what I'm doing with my face. Like, I don't have facial awareness, and I think that's a bigger problem. And uh, I've been looking into solutions for that, like maybe baby Botox or something, which I can't afford because I don't have income. But uh, I'll do anything to make these pep talks stop, uh, even if that means I have to get off my ass and get a job. Wow. <laughs> it's working, actually. <laughs> I'm really motivated now. Uh, when you are looking for work, people tell you stuff like um, you have to identify the problem that the company is dealing with and you have to say, or you have to show how you are the solution to that problem. So that makes me want to take things into my own hands and just start creating problems uh, that only I can solve. So, for instance, I could go to the zoo and I could steal a monkey and then I could come back the next day and be like, Oh, wow, you guys are missing a monkey. That sucks. You know, I have a monkey. I could just give that to you. It's no problem. I, I would love to do that. Um, or I could go into, like, a software company and just, like, lay some manure under the floorboards and uh, come back the next day and be like, you know what? It stinks in here, but uh, I have got a very sensitive nose. I bet you I could identify the problem, even eradicate f that for you. I, I, would, I would do that for you. It's no problem. Uh, and I would not charge for these types of things because it's a long game. I'm thinking strategically about this. Um, and I'll end with this. It was daylight savings recently, and uh, that takes some adjusting. Uh, but I was thinking about how could we not use some of the daylight savings to address, I don't know, the national debt crisis? You know? Could we not? Not all of the savings. I understand a lot of it's probably you know, used for other things that are beyond my, you know, pay grade, but just some of the savings, could we put some of the savings toward the debt? Um, sometimes it takes an outside pair of eyes to just identify the <laughs> obvious solution. Um, I'm not going to charge for that one either. That, that's, that's fine. All right, everyone. I'm Teddy Alexander. Thank you. Give it up for Dominic. So 
creating problems that you can solve. My gra <laughs> my grandma used to steal stuff from us and then sell it back to us. <laughs> yeah. She she was a hustler before hustlers were hustlers. Also, I feel like because this is broadcasting, I should say the mushroom thing was a joke. <laughs> Your next comic. He's very fun and very funny, and um, he, he looks the way that I feel all the time, which is awesome. So please make it loud for Mr. Johnny Newsom. All right, yeah. He feels bald. <laughs> nice. I think if I had to like suck a dick, I wouldn't touch the shaft, you know? Like I would just, you know, like if I had to. Surrounded by dicks on microphones. All right, uh, my name's Johnny. A um, little bit about me. I have uh, I have two really hot sisters, and a third one ugly as hell. You know? No, I only have two really hot sisters. You guys can relax. <laughs> kind of weird thing to say, right? To say that you have hot. It's like you say like you only do meth on the weekends. <laughs> you know? Like anything you're gonna say after that, you're just gonna find a way to leave. <laughs> But you can't. <laughs> it's an open mic. <laughs> well, I guess you could. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird having hot sisters, though, you know? It's really weird having hot sisters. That's all I got to say for that. I don't recommend it. <laughs> they think I need to go to therapy, you know? But I can't do therapy. You know, anytime I've been to therapy, like, I just lie because I want to bang the therapist, you know? She's like, how's your sex life? I'm like, it's fucking great. Next question. <laughs> She's like, no, seriously, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't think I should tell you. <laughs> She's like, what, are you, like, suicidal? I'm like, the opposite. <laughs> She's like, what the hell is the opposite of suicidal ideations? I'm like, breasts. Big, gorgeous breasts are the opposite. And you have them, and I'm distracted, and I'm trying to impress you. You have all these accolades on the wall. All right, yeah. Apparently, skin is an organ. Do people know this? People learn that, yeah, I missed that. I learned that recently. And I think you people learn that normally, like, when they learn the quadratic equation, you know? I think those are, like, the sor same sort of timeline. But I miss that, you know? But I've been thinking, I've been learning, you know, because I'm on the Internet all the time, obviously. <laughs> so I'm looking things up. <laughs> I'm, like, a bald guy, too, you know? And that's not good for your algorithm if you're a bald guy that lives with his parents, you know? That's like the worst algorithm you could have, especially if you're white, you know? Because they just like assume that you storm the Capitol, you know? <laughs> or that you want to see content, which I do, obviously. I want to see the content, but not for the reasons they think I want to see the content, you know? But, um, yeah. Skin's an organ, though, you know, which is cool. You know, I've been thinking a lot about skin. You know, I guess skin's just been on my mind a lot, you know? Sort of top of my mind, too. Edie's got the greatest laugh of all time. It's so loud. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and on the front of my, I mean, front skin, too, you know. It's hard to, like, for me to think, though, without having skin, like, wrapped around my thoughts, you know. My own skin, you know, like, obviously. Right? I mean, that would be disgusting if it was another, another person or animal's skin or something. I don't know. Well, mine though. I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been doing some research, you know, and I've been like, I like to think of thoughts, thought experiments. Like this, is how retarded I am. I can't even say thought experiment. 
And uh, can you imagine if like a heart, a liver, and a gallbladder were like having a few beers in a bar? You know, like they're like big too. You know, life size as in human. And uh, well, yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> and um, some skin walk then. You know, can you imagine this? If that was the case, he'd be like, "What's up, guys? I'm an organ." Be like, "Get the hell out of here, saggy insiders only." That's from I, my. That's literally from my niece. I wrote that joke for my niece and one of my hot sisters. All right, that's gonna be all my time. Thanks, Dominic. I love that you were like, skin is an organ. If skin walked into a bar, we would immediately be racist towards skin. Yeah, saggy. It was perfect. I loved it. Your next comic, uh, decent human being, which is rare amongst comics. So please laugh at the terrible things he's about to say. And make it loud once again for Mr. Sean Durham. How we doing? Lost 40 pounds last year. Mostly blood. <laughs> Only way I can afford to get high. Blood loss. I did lose weight though, and they start or people start like like giving me little comments like it looks so good, which is kind of fucked up. Cause at least I didn't think any of my problems were solved by losing weight. I didn't drop a few pounds and suddenly have eyebrows or a healthy relationship with my mother. Right, we're gonna have a fun time. It's starting off great. No, I uh I lost weight because of a health concern. That concern was that I couldn't stop shitting myself. Every fart became a gamble. I was losing bets all the time. The worst game of craps. I'm uncircumcised. Thank you. It's a, that's an odd term because it's like the only part of our body that we describe as not being mutilated yet. Like you wouldn't be talking to a dude with one leg. And he's like, oh, I'm an amputee. And you respond, I'm actually uh, unamputated. Uh, all four limbs. By the way, did they cut that off because you're Jewish? I like that joke more than you guys. I hate the porn industry. <laughs> but I do still watch porn. I just end up jacking off with a stank face. Ugh. Terrible. Keep going. Yeah, I just, I think there should be more barriers to my porn access. I shouldn't be able to turn it on at a whim. Like, I should never be able to see a pair of titties at work unless my job requires it. 
like I'm a doctor or someone really needs a raise. I, I just don't think there's anything that's stopping anyone now. You know, like we have like what the are you 18 pop up that happens when you go on porn. And who was that ever stopped? An honest teenager? Like, do they actually think kids are seeing that? They're going, oh, no, I'm not 18. Oh, gosh. I thought this was the porn for people my age. Yeah, I just, I feel like we should go back to the old days where the first porn experience is stumbling upon your father's stash. Nothing will bring you closer than with your father finding out what type of freak he is. Dicks with dicks, volume two. I really am his son. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's my time. Thank you so much. Volume two. We need to catch up. Is someone named Sabrina here? No? Okay. Well, Carlos, I believe you're right here. So make a laugh for Carlos G. <laughs> Woo, I've been waiting for a minute. It's brick ass cold outside. My name is Carlos G. I'm from San Francisco, California. I'm Mexican American and Native American. Uh, so, you know, in Mexican families, you know, you get your nickname from what you did when you were young. So they always used to call, my, my neighborhood friends called me Los or Cito. That was like my cool nickname. But my dad and my sister used to call me Carl, which is like hella not Mexican. Sounds kind of white, to be honest. And uh, it always reminded me of like the higher achieving version of myself. Like, hi, I'm Carl. I was magna cum laude at Harvard University. I'm a senior director of marketing analytics at Twitter. And I only fuck white girls. Those Latino girls, they drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, so Carl, you know, Carl. My life is so hard as Carl. My life is so hard. I, uh, I had to evict five people from my property the other day. I need, my, I need a place for my kids to live somewhere, you know, and my wife, Becky. Oh, God. Hey, Los, shut the fuck up, dude. I mean, Carl, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> you crazy, man. I got to tell you something, Carl. <laughs> I fucked your wife, Carl. <laughs> no, but Los, we were just hanging out the other day. Yeah, man, but I saw you out there doing cocaine with the, uh, in the back of your Tesla with those two models, you know. She came, to, she, Becky, she came to me at the Starbucks and asked me for an espresso with extra froth, you know what I mean? So she rolled me back to the Tesla, to the crib in the Tesla, and you know the rest. Anyway, uh, they also call me the Mexican Seth Rogen. I've been hearing that a lot lately, because <laughs> my laugh, you know what I mean? I kind of sound like Seth Rogen. I even went to Mexico last year for the first time as an adult, and the hotel manager's like, oye, oye, suena como el Mexican Seth Rogen. I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> it chased me all the way out there. 
Yeah, so Mexicans have some of the hardest work ethic out here, you know what I mean? But artificial intelligence is coming, and it's coming for our jobs, too. But just imagine a Mexican-engineered AI. Mex tech, 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 tech. It will clean your house for you, it will mow your lawn, it will even raise your kids. But it drinks beer from 3 to 8 every day and knocks out on your couch. Um, I told that joke to this Mexican chick the other day. She did not think that was funny. She said I was genderizing the robot. And in all reality, my robot doesn't have a gender. My robot is non-binary, and it's a combination of Alexa and Siri. I call it Lexi. I call them Lexi. Would anyone like to ask Lexi a question? Go ahead and ask Lexi a question. Be quiet, pendejo, way. No, it is. No, it's soy puta. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so every time I heard that horn tonight, it reminded me of this one time I was at a burlesque show, and this lady's like, I went all far and wide across this country, went on the biggest stages to do this one act. And she took a horn like that, shoved it in her ass, and like farted, and like made it honk, like, it was pretty hot, actually. I was like, I was kind of into it. Um, yeah, let's see what else, man. Has anyone had a sex accident before? So I broke my <laughs> yeah. So one time I broke my nearly broke my neck. This 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 lady, she was like riding me missionary, and she put her her pressure on my on my neck into the pillow like. <laughs> It stretched as far as it went. I still finished. The, I still finished the job, but afterwards I woke up and I next day I couldn't move. Amanda, wake me up! Get me out of the bed! I can't move. And my, I felt my neck go. Anyway, so that's my time. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a real opportunity to. This is a real opportunity to, to say no if you don't want to hear about another sex accident. No, you don't want it? Good. Okay. Right. Did you sign up for tonight? You're just hanging out? Thank you for hanging out. Have you been having fun? Good. I'm so glad. Well, then, uh, I hope you all do me a favor and make it real loud for your next and last comedian of the night. She's wonderful. I did a podcast with her not too long ago, and it was a really fun chat. So please, make it loud for Sophia Garo. sticking around guys i i feel like men want to be considered allies but don't always nail it you know my friend turned to me the other day super proud and was like i'm an ally look and then pointed to his shirt which just said women like did it used to say bitches like i feel like there's more work to be done start I was reading this article the other day about a woman, a senior citizen who was found dead in her apartment. And at first they said she died of old age, but upon further investigation determined that she actually died of a stab wound to the neck. How do you miss that? The guys that found her just like, ah, women. Always bleeding from somewhere. We know we're allies. Um, can you imagine getting that call, though? They're like, we're so sorry. 
grandma passed away peacefully in the night. And then the next day, getting a call, like, quick question. Did Nana have any enemies? <laughs> I Oh, my notes are over here. I, I got into an argument with my friend the other day about how tall Jesus was. So I asked Alexa, and Alexa said, Jesus was 5'2 and 300 pounds. What did you just say to me? Just slid that it like did everyone else know that Jesus was thick besides me? I don't understand. Three hundred pounds? It's a fifty-five percent BMI. I had no idea Jesus was American. I had no idea. I don't mind don't get me wrong, I don't mind fat Jesus. I don't. He's still Jesus, right? Like he turned five loaves of bread and two fish into enough food for thousands of people. And then he ate that shit all on his own. It's a power move. I respect that. But there's no, there's never any, like, portraits or sculptures of fat Jesus, right? It's a little suspicious. I guess they didn't have body positivity back then as a Buddha thing. I don't know. I've never been, I've never been a hit with the guys. Uh, never had much luck. I didn't have my first kiss or go on my first day until after high school. But when I was young, I went on birth control to clear up my skin. And at the time, my pediatrician pulled my mom aside and was like, I don't know if we should do this. If she goes on birth control she might start sleeping around. And according to my doctor, my mom was like, <laughs> it's birth control, not magic. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to my doctor for believing in me. And shout out to my mom for being right. She nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Um, I, I spend a lot of time on my na Apple News app, like trying to read things that'll make me smarter, but then only clicking on the dumbest shit. Anyone else? Like I today, I was like, I should learn why the banks are collapsing. Then I spent an hour reading about bees. Why? But what I did learn is that apparently scientists cr just created the first ever vaccine for bees. Isn't that crazy? As if unvaccinated bees aren't bad enough. Now we have to deal with autistic bees. Well, thank you. Okay, thanks. Do I want to do this one? No, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, have you guys heard that your dentist can tell if you've <laughs> given a blowjob? <laughs> do you already know this joke? <laughs> or you just love the idea? <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, okay, so I just found out that apparently your dentist can tell if you've given a blowjob by how well you're blowing him. He was like, you have not done this before. <laughs> All right, you're the one that said you like teeth. <laughs> not on me. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Have a great weekend. Bye. Yay. So guess what? I was wrong because people who signed up are here again, which is awesome. Yeah. No, you, you, you have perfect timing. Thank you so much for coming back. Uh, bias? Yes. Vias. All right, so folks, if you can, please, loud clappy clap noises for Vias. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, when I was seven years old, I had balls, and <laughs> I, st I still do have the balls, but um, 
I had them back then also. And uh, yeah, I I remember when I first discovered them. You know, like there's a day when you like, oh shit, there's they're like spears down there. Uh, they're nice and soft. And uh, I I got scared though, cause I remember like my parents would be like, oh don't eat that, and I was like, oh shit, I ate that, and I was like stuck down there. And so uh, I tried to solve the problem by squishing them, but um, luckily my I think I have strong balls. Um, or I have really weak hands. I don't know. Um, yeah, so those are my balls. Uh, also, like, I don't know if you've ever been on a swing, but sometimes when I go on a swing on the way down, like, my balls feel weird. And so I was wondering if that was, like, still a thing. Uh, and so I, I went to the playground, and I, I went on the swing, and I went down while holding my balls. And, uh, Started checking all the other kids if their balls were hurting, and I don't know people were looking at me weird. Bunch of perverts. That was that. I my you guys. What is you guys' favorite app? You know, favorite app. My my favorite app is Gmail. Uh, it's a really good app. It's like Instagram, but with the only functionality is DMs. You don't get distracted at work with Gmail. You don't need to jerk off in the middle of the day because <laughs> of your story feed on Gmail. It's just about meetings, usually. Meetings don't really get me horny. I, um, I suck at reading, but I started reading a lot. Um, I start every day I read an uh, audiobook. Uh, I read, <laughs> I read, uh, yeah, I've been, st I've been stuck for a while on this, uh, cat in the hat, pretty good one, uh, one fish, two fish, Alan Watts, I read Alan Watts, those are the three books I'm reading, uh, and Al Alan Watts, he's, he talks about this interesting idea of, like, if you see someone, sometimes you're like, oh, is that? You look at someone, but it, you, that's you. You know that feeling? I don't know that feeling. Like, I don't get it. When I see someone else, I'm like, oh, that's, that's a different person. That's like Josh. But I, I think about that. I'm like, like, does Alan Watts really believe that? Like, I would like to, like, fuck Alan Watts' wife. And then when he complains, he's like, oh, don't do that. I'm like, dude, I'm you. You, you, I'm just fucking my wife here, you know? What are you fucking crying about while you're dicking in hand, bitch? Um, and and she's you also, so I'm, you know, go fuck yourself. We're all one. You're all Bill Cosby. Or someone else, whatever you want to be. Andre Agassi. Who's another? Obama? You're all Obama. Thanks for listening to me, Obamas. You're a great group. Thank you. Give it up for your host. Thanks, Obama. That was great. Sam, 
I just want to let you know you have a lot to stand up because like we went from dicks to blowing a dentist to playing with your balls. So step up, please, everyone, make it loud for Mr. Sam Schmidt. Oh, if you don't think I can keep this phallic, I absolutely can. No concern there. I wasn't actually going to come out with it, but fuck yeah, let's just start with it. Um, I, uh, I, recently, I recently read this thing. It was on Instagram, but I still read it. I read this thing, and it was apparently right here in this country, the United States of America. The average penis size is getting bigger. They're going up in size around here happening all around us. I'm not just saying this, you guys. Like this is this is science that I'm spewing to you right here. You know that? People with like lab coats and government funding figured this out. But I genuinely love that in this country the average penis size is getting bigger. Because I really love the idea of being able to look my girlfriend in the face and so honestly say, Come on, babe, this is retro. This is throwback dick. She's a big sports fan, so I can be like, you know when the Warriors wear the streetcar on the jersey? It's like that, but penises. The hardwood classic. That got what it deserved. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, very recently, some Americans went down to Mexico, and it like didn't go super swell. It wasn't an ideal experience, apparently. Like, they went down there, and like two of them, two of them died. Two of them got real beat up and then like sent back here and it was cartel doing. It was a whole, or it was basically every reason why your uncle that's like, don't ever go to Mexico, who was never going to be able to go to Mexico, is telling you that. Like that exact thing happened to these people. And um, I think the wildest part is that like the only reason we know that this happened at all was that the cartel put out a statement, like a fully formed, super well-done business type, just like in the town square with a thumbtack. It read like, we strive to be better as an organization. <laughs> we, we hold our employees to, to, a higher, to a higher esteem. We need to be like better as a group. We, we, we hope that like our, our outlook in the community will improve after these kind of events. Like it was super corporate, you guys. Which I think rules because I love the idea the cartel has a PR department. Think about that shit. That's fucking awesome. Just a group on hand to help with these situations. Imagine talking to that dude. He's just like, yeah, you know, I got my master's at Stanford, spent four years at Wells Fargo. Now I'm down here in Guadalajara writing up statements every time we decapitate tourists. It's a hell of a way to live if you don't mind writing about death and you enjoy hammocks. It's a solid life. I think I could do it. I could, I, could, I could do cartel PR. That'd be fun. Do you imagine the fun events? Like, like, not all PR is sad. Like, eventually you're going to be like, hey, guys, it's the cartel family fair. That hurts my soul in a way I can't explain. I don't know what it is about that squeak, but it's somebody just going, you shut up, you fucking clown. That's exactly what I feel with that squeak. That hurt my soul more than I cared. It, it, it's all right, though. It's okay. Hell yeah. A little bit in here. Yeah, yeah. Very in here. Definitely. Uh, let's get out of here on something something stupid or something something stupid. It's always going to be something stupid on how we get out of here. Um, I feel like you can really gauge how old a person is based on like how big a deal taking a fall is in their day. 
like, I don't know where you guys find your local kindergartners. Wherever they are, go find one. Talk to them. Be like, hey, buddy, what'd you do today? They're going to list off, like, 30 things that happened that day before I fell down. For sure happened the most of all the things they did that day. But then at some point, you get to an age, and it's like, if you fall down, that's all you did that day. <laughs> that's the entire day. That might be the next day, too, all things considered. That's why, like, they invented jewelry for it. It's a whole industry that's, that's thriving, frankly, honestly. Oh, yeah, thank you guys so much. I've been Sam Schmidt. I appreciate you. I just love the idea of Mr. T having a bunch of necklaces, and one of them is a life alert necklace. All right, so your next comic. He is our last guy, and I hope you find him as funny as they found him at a competition that he got finalist for, right? Yeah. So please make it loud for Lucas Larson. Thank you. I always wanted to perform in front of Jesus. Let's go. So do we want like a really weird set or a less weird set? Really weird, okay. Uh, be warned you asked for it, okay. So I recently auditioned to be a nude model. <laughs> Going well. <laughs> I mostly did it because I just wanted the satisfaction of calling myself a model I figured there'd be less competition if there were zero clothes involved. <laughs> and like I show up and they make you do paperwork and you go in and audition. Like on the paperwork asks like, what's your experience performing in front of people? I'm like, comedy. So then like go in, audition, and like while I'm like picking up my robe, one of the judges is like, so this was for your comedy, right? like that's the worst way I've ever been rejected from a job interview in my life <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> going well um, have you also heard of um, I don't have a segue for this next joke okay <laughs> have you heard of a uh, Michelin star restaurants yeah and like the Michelin in Michelin star restaurants is Michelin tires yeah because like when I go to get new tires, I'm like, where is your fine dining? <laughs> like, I don't trust the Michelin people because the Michelin mascot, the tire man, does not have a nose, which is very important for taste. <laughs> I also have a conspiracy theory. So, like, Michelin restaurants are really, like, popular now. But, like, originally, and this is 100% true, originally Michelin just, like, gave a brochure. And then people got, like, all hyped on it. But, like, I think the brochure, my conspiracy theory, was the brochure originally just named restaurants that were really far from each other. It's like, drive 500 miles that way, then drive 1,000 miles that way, then come buy new tires. <laughs> Okay. Um, anyways, um, like, 
forgot to add this tag at the whole nude model thing, but um, like knew someone that's like, I'm a model and I want to be a model too to like show them like I could do it. And like they're complaining on how their job is hard and like they're like modeling is hard. And I'm like, yeah, life is hard, but it's a lot easier as a model. Okay, fuck that tag. <laughs> Thank you, that deserved that. <laughs> Final thought, um, I was recently in an argument with uh, my European wife, very real, okay, and <laughs> she's like, uh, metric, like we were arguing which measurement system is the best, and she's like, metric is the best, she's European, and I'm American, so I immediately went to Google to find out what our measurement system is called, <laughs> it's imperial. <laughs> that argument did not go well. Sweet. Thanks, everyone. Give it up for your amazing host. You're amazing. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank, thank you for coming out and watching people talk about things that we shouldn't talk about in public. In public. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Um, if anyone's listening on the radio, uh, I hope you have a good Friday night. If you are listening in person, I hope you do, too. This has been great. Thank you so much.
mine's still a hold, right? It's like, well, finally we get the soccer. Like, we should have watched this in the beginning, I guess. Now, here slow. comes our big finale, though. Slow motion. Right. He did the oh, head move. No. I'm sorry. Our big finale is going to be the bicycle kick. Have, right. have. I doubt that's product placement. I don't know. This was a major motion picture. Well, no, at the end of the movie, they do say we want to thank, and they they listed the product placements, and it includes Coca-Cola and members only. Uh-huh. Did you see any of the characters wearing a members only jacket in 1986? The company gave it to them. What is like a loaner? Member, look at that TV camera. Yeah. Boy, that's yesteryear. You see how big it was, man. It's it's got its own location in the stadium. Five hundred pounds. Yeah, it's bolted down. Whoa. Oh. And see, why do that? That's not our star. Well, show a little stuff. No, but it's the other team, you see. Oh. But okay, well, okay. You got to remember the Titans. <laughs> Are they teenagers? Are uh, teen Titans? Teen Titans? Yeah, that's all I got. Congo. I used to know that song. Uh oh. Oh, this is our hero, our other hero. What is this film ending already? I want to see no, the we, bicycle kick. It's time. It's do. It's it's ending. It's not ending. Like I actually paid to see the the soccer game. So like I'm, I should be excited that we finally got to like okay. cameras on the field. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Good luck, asshole. Okay, I was gonna now kick this it. is remember he's retiring. This is his last day. So they're like, you kick it. Oh, I got you. Oh, because he had a substitute kicker ready. And... Goal! Yes, his final. That's right. Uh, give it up. It's final day. So, uh, you play Jose in this movie. Can you tell us what Hot Shot is about? Yeah, it's about Jose and his friends who are on a soccer team and how he, on the final day, he gets one last goal. Oh, no, we got another two minutes. Yeah, are you, are you Jose? Yes, and these are my pussycats. Jose and the pussycats? Jose, that's got to have been done, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Jose and the pussycats. I guess I'll do that accent over Jose, so I'll remember. Uh -huh. Josie. <laughs> and... Uh, wow. He was, the this I, game is did so good, the security guard. Yeah, What's he was so that? happy. Yeah! He got more airtime than Penelope Ann's Miller, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes! Did you notice that? That was the scene she was in, and now she's gone. He went on a date, is what happened. And he explained how soccer works. Right. He mansplained. All right, Actually, here I'm he... lifting that from something I read on the internet. Okay. But it is true. Well, he's, he's explaining it to the audience. Here it comes, oh, Mike. Mike. Here it comes. Bicycle kick. And... Kick! Kick! Goal! 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 
Don't they know it's annoying? Can't they just say go a little while? Yeah, I love, I love when they do. Going for a minute. Does anyone notice he's ripping?